0: Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Well, hey, open up your Bibles to Exodus chapter 20, where we've been for the series. That's where we've been based out of. But I'm excited to preach. Who's excited to receive God's Word tonight? It's what I believe. I believe when we come to church, we shouldn't come to church looking for routine. If we come to church looking for routine, we get disappointed. We should come to church expecting to hear from God, expecting for Him to speak to us. And this is what I mean. When we open up our hearts and we say, God, we want to hear from you, when God's word goes out, how does God, God speak to His people? He speaks a few different ways, but one of the main ways he speaks to his people is through his word. And so when we open up our hearts and we lean in with expectation, faith expectation, and say, God, we want to hear from you tonight, he speaks through his word. So that's why it's important to bring your Bibles. That's why it's important to take notes. That's why it's important to lean in with faith. And I believe that God will do what God always does, which is deposit something fresh into people that are looking for it and ready for it in Jesus' name. So I'm excited. Exodus chapter 20. And verse 3 says this, You shall have no other gods before me. Straight off the bat, you shall have no other gods before me. So part five of the series, this is a title. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. If you're not taking notes, you can write this down. The title is this, The Principle of Priority. Part five, the final part, the principle of priority. That's what I want to preach about today. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for the power of your word, Lord. Father, we're so grateful, Father, to come into this place tonight and to to gather as your church and to be your church and to, to receive from you, Lord. And Father, we just thank you that that truth has never gone away, that Jesus said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against. So, God, we thank you for that truth tonight, Lord, and we stand on that rock. That firm foundation, which is Jesus tonight, Lord, and we lean into whatever you want to say. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. You're welcome to infiltrate and to flood our hearts, to fill us up to overflowing so we can be new and go out and have an impact for you, Lord. We thank you for all of it, Father. And as always, we pray for colonial kids. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, say amen. amen. You shall have no other gods before me. This is the principle of priority. You know, God doesn't do things randomly. He doesn't do things out of order. He's not a chaotic God. He's actually a God of order. He's also a God of priority. That's why we say things like, God's in control. Why do we say God's in control? We don't say it because we think that He's chaotic, or that there's something that maybe He's got out of order, and maybe God needs to go away and fix. No, God's in control. It means that God's not chaotic. He's in order. He's got everything under control. But He's also a God of priority. He's the God who set the stars in their place. Psalm 8 and verse 3 says, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. There was an order, even with creation. There was a priority, even with creation. Genesis chapter 1. You can read it. But there was almost this priority that God worked through. First of all, he set the he said there's let there be light. Before that was the expanse, then light, then there was the waters, then there was vegetation that sprouted out, and then there was stars that he put in the heavens, and then there was living creatures, and then God said let there be man, you and me. There was a priority. God is a God of priority. He sets things in place, and He wants us to live prioritized. I think it's incredible that God has given us a principle of priority so we can prioritize our lives according to His will and according to His Word. Let me say that again. I think it's incredible that God is allowing us to live with a principle of priority, which is according to His will and His Word, the way He does things. That's what this whole series is about. It's about the ways of God. God's design for the life that we want to live. It's beautiful. Why does He want us to have a principle of priority? Well, it's because He wants to be prioritized in our lives, because He wants to be in our lives. This is a thought for you to ponder maybe just this week, and maybe it's been a while since you've even heard someone say this, but God wants to be involved in your life, in every single area. He actually wants to be intricately involved. He wants to be part of the decision-making process. He wants to be part of even the tiniest little details. There's a lot of people, they see God on this huge platform, just, you know, miles away, unreachable, unattainable, a relationship with God. But it's actually the opposite. He wants to be intricately involved in every little thing. He would love for you to ask about it. He would love for you to lean into Him and say, what do you think about this? But so often we, and I do this all the time, I think, oh, this is too small for God. This is such a small matter. I won't bring this before the Lord. But He wants to be involved in our everyday life. But it all comes down to what our priorities are. I want you to think about it for a moment, but you have priorities. I wonder how long it's been since you've sat back and you thought about exactly what your priorities are. See, God he's a God of priority, has a principle of priority that we can live by. It's all through Scripture. But our priorities are what we consider to be the most important things, the most critical things, the things that maybe have the highest value to us. But they're critical. We all have priorities. We all have things that we think are important. And hard times will often test what our priorities are. Does anyone believe that? Hard times, a trial, a test will often expose very quickly what our true priorities are. You'll know someone's priorities pretty quickly when they're pressed, when they're they're stressed, when there's maybe a hard moment, when there's maybe a hard season. You'll very quickly learn where people's priorities are at. Sometimes in life you get a little bit of lip service from people. They say the right thing at the right time and it's often maybe a little bit of sugar coating to it, but... When times get tough or maybe something happens in their life, you learn very, very quickly where a person is at when they're, when they're tested and where their priorities truly lie. But God wants us to reset and reorder and make sure our priorities are in the right order for us to move forward according to what He has for us. I would say that Jill and I, we've been there many times already where we've found ourselves in a season. Definitely happened when we lost our firstborn son Worst season, worst moment, worst thing imaginable. But I can tell you right now that very quickly exposed what my priorities were in life. That very, very quickly exposed and almost taught me what I value, what my priorities are. And I believe when we have a principle of God priority in our life, it will serve us well for life. It will serve us well into the future and it will serve us for all of our days. I wonder what your priorities are if they were exposed. Right now, if they were, they were brought to the surface, what would they look like? What would they be? I think it's good just even from time to time just to stop and write them down. Yeah. Write down what your priorities are. Write down what, what, what you value the most. But God is a God of priority. What did he say in verse three? He said this, you shall have no other gods before me. This is a principle of priority. No other gods but me. So a few scriptures for us about the principle of priority. A few things that I believe relate. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 I already talked about it. In the beginning, talk about priority. This is it. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Psalm 90 and verse 12, this is a psalm of, or a prayer of Moses that he wrote. It says, teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. In other words, help us to prioritize our days. Help us to understand the value And set our our priorities accordingly. Proverbs 21 and verse 21. Look at this. Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness and honor. Another way of me asking you what your priorities are is this. What are your pursuits? What do you pursue in life? Do you pursue righteousness, which is pursuing God? Do you pursue life? Do you pursue those things as well? What are your pursuits? What are your priorities? Romans chapter 1 and verse 16 i says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, look at the priority here, to the Jew first and then to the Greek. And I have time to go into it, but the Jewish people are God's elect. He chose them first. There's a priority. And we've been grafted in, thank God for that, because of Jesus. But here is an example of the principle of priority at work. Matthew chapter 22. This is Jesus and one of them, a lawyer, asking him a question to test him, said, Teacher, which, are the, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the great, and look at it, and first commandment, priority. The principle of priority. This is something that weaves all through Scripture. That when we get our priorities aligned with where God is, And what God has, our life all of a sudden seems to be better off. When we line up our priorities with what God has, with His Word, with His will, with what He's doing. So point number one tonight, hopefully you're taking notes. Point number one is this, the priority is always Jesus. I'm just going to dive right in. The priority is always Jesus. New Testament, New Covenant, better conditions, better off because of Jesus. So us, the priority is always Jesus. Always Jesus. You know that scripture in Matthew 6 and verse 33 that a lot of people quote? It's a great scripture. But I wonder if you could look at it with the the lens of priority. It says this, but seek first His kingdom. Put the priority in place. And His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The principle of priority. Setting our lives up with the principle. It's the God first life. But what God is saying is here is, I will be first in every area of your life. I love that you could write this down. If there's one thought I want people to capture tonight, this is it. If God isn't first in every area of your life, He's still first. If God isn't first in every area of your life, public service announcement, He's still first. Even if I don't put him first in my marriage, he's still first. Even if I don't put him first in my finances, he's still first. It's the principle of priority. God is the priority. And that's what he was saying through this verse. He's saying no other gods before me when you study that just that tiny verse. It's quite incredible. But what he's saying is saying you'll no other gods Before me. The before me is just to amplify what he's saying. You will have no other gods before me. What he's saying is, I am your God. There is no other. But when you study, this is some of the words that stick out. What he's saying is this, not before me, not beside me, not in front of me, not after me, not even around me, not at all. This is what people do with this scripture. Sometimes they say, oh, well, no other gods before me, so God's kind of saying, you know, I can have some other things going on on the side, a little side hustle over here, a little bit of that or there, but God, you know, you're right here in the center. No, no. When you study this, it's so emphatic, he's saying none at all, nada, nothing. No other gods before me, before my sight, around me, beside me, after me, whichever way you want to cut it, no other gods. And the reason he said before me was because the Egyptian culture The Egyptian society had more deities, they were polytheists, they had more gods than any other culture, literally thousands. And this was God's people coming out of that context and He's saying, no other gods, none. Isaiah 45 and verse 5 says, I am the Lord and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. God is saying to His people who just come out of bondage, you only need me. It's me, the principle of priority. Prioritize me because I'm all you need. And also, there is no one else. He's saying that this is a principle for your life. You shall look nowhere else for I am your heavenly father. I am the one who provides for you. I am the one who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I am the one who put those stars where they are. I am your God, there's no one else. Stop looking around. It's only me. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Remember in this series, I've been looking at the New Testament and the Old. 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6 says, Yet for us, that's us, all of us. Yet for us, there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things and for whom we exist. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we exist. What is God saying? He's saying, live like there is no one else but me. Because there is nothing or no one else for you. God is saying, I'm it. I'm enough. I am enough for you. I am everything you need. See, most people, they try to line God up with their existing priorities. This is what God, what most people do is if they don't get this principle, what they do is they try to line God up with the pre-existing principles that they already have. God is saying you need to do it the other way around. God is saying you have me, let your life line up with me. Let your priorities line up with me. Let your things, let your, let your, your, your talents, let the things that are good that you've got going on, which by the way, I gave you, let all those things line up with me. Principle of priority. And God is establishing this with his people, and I believe he wants to establish this with us tonight. He's saying, make me your priority and let your entire life line up with me. There's no other option. There's no other God. There's no other way to go. There's no other way up, down, here, there. No other attractive thing out there. I am it for you. I wonder what your priorities look like. I wonder where God sits on your priority list. Where is God on your list of priorities when it comes to your life? What about your calendar? Where is He on a daily basis? I've tried to install this principle in my life. It's in my calendar first thing in the morning to get into God's Word. It's become such a lifestyle of mine now. I can't get to about 10 o'clock Without feeling this agitation, I just can't go any further. I can't even do another meeting. I need to meet with God. He has to be priority in my life. Where is God when it comes to your finances? Where is God on the priority list when it comes to your relationships? People in here tonight, if you're still dating, can I encourage you? Where is God prioritizing those dating relationships? Is everything lining up to Him or are you making Him line up to it? I think even in our friendships, and this has personally been challenging for me, I've got friends that are saved and I've got friends that are unsaved and I pray it would always be that way. Why? Because I always want to be trying to reach the lost, trying to reach people with the message of Jesus. But where does God line up with my friendships? Is God prioritized the right way in those friendships? Is it the same whether they're saved or unsaved? It's challenging. But the principle of priority should flood through my life. My life should be a witness because of this principle. It should be a constant witness, no matter what area is exposed to people. So point number one, everyone's pretty quiet tonight, so I'm just going to keep going. Point number one, the priorities God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit's work in my life. Point number two, priorities always need revisiting. Priorities always need revisiting. Life moves fast. Seasons change. Stuff happens. And we need to be constantly revisiting this. It's always a good thing to revisit the priority list. I feel like marriage is a great example of this. Jill and I have been through so many seasons, places, spaces, challenges, seasons of blessing, seasons of challenge. Constantly revisiting the principle of priorities. God's still first. Am I still serving my wife? Am I still making sure that the main thing is the main thing? Are we still on track? Are we still serving God? Are we still moving forward towards what God has for us? It's a principle that runs all through Scripture. You could apply it anywhere. The priority, the principle of priority. I think when it comes to a marriage, if you're serving your wife, you're serving God. And if you're a wife, you're serving your husband, you're serving God. You want to prioritize God, prioritize your spouse. Because God gave you your spouse. So you want to see the principle of priority at work in your marriage? Start there. But what about your journey through life? The Bible talks about the journey through life as like a pilgrimage. We're pilgrimaging towards what God has for us. But what about your journey? What about your God priorities? Have you revisited them lately? Have you reset them in the new year? A lot of people talk about New Year's resolutions. That's great but why don't we just revisit the God priorities? Let's just start there. Life takes twists and turns. Proverbs 24, one of my favorite scriptures, says the way of life winds upward for the wise. It winds upward. There's twists, there's turns, there's places that life goes and sometimes we don't expect to be there, but our priorities can still be straight. Our priorities can still be the God priorities for us. I'd love it if you could write this down. Revisit and reset if necessary, The God priorities in life. Revisit and reset if necessary. Not saying you've got to do it every day or it's got to be some laborious task, but you can reset and you can revisit all the time the principle of priority. I believe that success and failure has a unique way of exposing our priorities very quickly. Success has an amazing way of exposing our priorities very, very quickly. Success comes your way. Maybe you come into some kind of blessing. And then all of a sudden, is it all? Is, is God still doing this or is it sort of me now? Yeah. And failure on the other side. You're pressed up against the wall. Things are happening. Your faith is being tested. Your priorities are exposed so quickly. That's why we need to revisit and constantly reset our priorities. Make sure we're in line with where God wants us to be. It's okay to revisit. It's okay to reset. Sometimes we can get a little bit off course. It's just human nature. But we can find ourselves coming back and resetting on life's journey in Jesus' name. You know, James chapter 1. In verse 2, it talks about trials, talks about perseverance, talks about character. About forming great character so therefore we won't lack anything. So that we will be fully complete and be able to enter into everything God has for us. Let me read it to you. It says... Verse 2, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. That sounds like life. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I think the various kinds is just life. It's the twists, it's the turns, it's the stuff, it's the places we go. It's the things we have to face. Sometimes we don't expect them. Sometimes we're not looking for them. But what if the the trial, what if the test is actually God allowing that thing into your life so He can get in there and reset and revisit those priorities? The the test and the trial, maybe the thing you're up against, and you, you may be squirming because you've got to go through this thing. But what if... What James is saying here, applying to you right now, is actually God helping you reshift the priorities in your life. Reshift and reset, getting them into the place they need to be so that you can move forward into the next season. And then the next season, have your priorities lined up perfectly for that season. See, trials and tough times, we look at them on the outside and we think, oh, I don't want to go through it. I don't want to go near it. God, why are you doing this to me? but it can end up being one of the most beautiful things. He does a mighty work in your life and you begin to see incredible change. You start saying things like this, that was a season in my life where I saw God in a whole new way. You start saying things like this, man, that was a season where my faith came alive, where things just clicked, things changed. You say something like this, man, that was a hard time for me but man, I learned to trust God even more. Maybe you needed peace and you learned to go to the Prince of Peace more than ever. Let that moment, let that, that, that season shape your faith for the future. The principle of priority can come alive in our life if we'll allow it to. Is this helping anyone tonight? So point number one, priority number one is Jesus. Point number two Let's not be afraid to revisit priorities in life. And point number three, and I love that we're ending this series this way, is this, point number three, the priority becomes others. The priority shifts and it becomes about others and no longer about me. I'm getting fired up tonight. Doesn't parenting have the greatest way of abolishing selfishness in a person's life? I mean, I remember what life used to be like. I got three small kids, but man, I remember what life used to be like. It was all about me. It was good. I remember Saturday mornings, man, that was my day. Saturday mornings, that was my moment to shine. Saturdays, the whole Saturday was just like, there for me. It's just like this gift ready for me on a Saturday morning. I wake up, it's just beautiful. Even into our marriage, Jill and I, when we didn't have kids, it was just Saturday morning was our morning. Wasn't it great? (laughs) Could do whatever we wanted. Then we had kids. (laughs) Just having a little grief moment right now. We had kids and becoming a parent is an amazing way to get rid of selfishness in your life. Why? Because the priority shifted towards my kids. I remember the very first time Jill let me take Maisie by myself. This is a big moment, people. I mean, talk about step of faith. I remember telling her, I was like, I was on edge the whole day. She had to go and like lead worship and she was gone the whole day, and it was like this was my moment to step up. This was it. But I remember just feeling completely on edge, like like a little bit shaky, you know, like all day. I had to feed her. I had to make sure I transported her safely to wherever I was going. <laughs> I remember I, it was just a big deal. But I remember somewhere through that moment just thinking, this has got nothing to do with me anymore and everything to do with her. It's got nothing to do with me anymore. And I love that when we engage in the principle of priority in our lives. This is what God does with our lives. He begins to lower us on the priority schedule. He begins to lower us on the totem pole. Things begin to change. It's no longer about me. It's got nothing to do with me anymore, even though I'm part of it. In Matthew chapter 20, Jesus said it this way. He was answering a power struggle with the disciples. And I want to read it from the message. It says, When ten others heard about this, they lost their tempers, thoroughly disgusted with the two brothers. So Jesus got them together to settle things down. I love how Jesus, it would take even turmoil and He would just make it a teaching moment. He said, You've observed how godless rulers throw their weight around, how quickly a little power goes to their heads. It's not going to be that way with you. Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. This is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve, not be served. And then to give away his life in exchange for the many who are held hostage. This is the beautiful thing about the principle of priority when we get it right. And the ultimate sign of maturity in a believer's life is no longer about me. It's no longer about me. It's no longer about what I can get for myself. It's no longer about how better off I'm going to be. Something shifts on the inside of us. And we begin to make it all about seeing someone come alive to the same message that we came alive to and come into contact with the Savior, the same Savior that we came into contact with. And so we push those people forward. I remember the first time I went to church, I was amazed at how many people would just come up to me and almost like celebrate me. Celebrate the fact that I was in church. Celebrate the fact that I was there. They would say things like, man, I'm so glad you're here. And I remember at the time just thinking, what are you talking about? You're glad that I'm, why would you be glad about me being here? Don't get it. But I was a new Christian. I was a new believer. I didn't know anything. But see, they had lowered themselves on the priority scale and elevated me. Priority had become about me, about seeing me learn more about Jesus. See me get into a connect group. See me get into the things of God. See me, for, for me, the things on the inside of me began to change because someone else decided to make me a priority. And I believe we can be the type of church. I believe that we can be the type of believers That when we engage and we adhere to this principle of priority, putting God in the right place, allowing Him to outwork in our lives, we're going to begin to see so many people come into contact with Jesus because we've made it not about us. It's about seeing others the way God also sees me. That helps us get to a place where priority becomes about other people. It's not so much about you having the best seat in church anymore. It's not about you having the best parking spot anymore. It's not about you being able to be in some special place. It's all about seeing that person be in the house of God. Seeing that person that you've been trying to talk to and invite finally come to church. Walk in the door. Maybe raise their hand at the end and enter into a relationship with Jesus. We'll let God take care of those details. But can we be the type of people when it comes to priority? We allow the priority to become about other people because we've decided to put God first in Jesus' name. Come on, would you stand with me? I wanna pray for some people. I wanna worship for a little bit longer. You shall have no other gods before me. You know, even today, 2019, That resonates so much because it's a heavenly father looking down to his kids saying, just look to me. Just believe in me. When you need something, just come to me. When you're going through a struggle, please don't look anywhere else. Look to me. God's saying, it's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, you're now a real mature Christian. Cool, guess what? still me you're getting even further along and then we have this moment where it clicks and it's like man it's not even about me anymore I want to pray for you I don't know where that message landed in your heart tonight why don't you just stop right now and ask the Holy Spirit but is God first in every area for you or is this something you struggle with I never want people to come to our church and not receive prayer I want to pray for you Is there an area of your life that if you're honest with yourself, deep down, honest with yourself, God's not first? I want to pray for you. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to worship. We've got some time. We deliberately left a little bit extra time at the end so we could worship and we could. I don't know about you. I just want to thank God for this series because this series has changed my life. but I think in every single area of our lives, God can be first. We can engage the principle of priority. So come on, let's worship. Let's thank God. Father, we just love you so much. And Lord, we just thank you, Father, that you have made a way through Jesus for us to truly prioritize you, to be the type of children that look to a father and know that we don't need to look anywhere else, that we get everything from you. We get our provision. We get our security. We get our, our desires. We get our, our healing. We get our every need from You. Father, thank You that You fill every void. Thank You that because we can prioritize You, You come into the places we don't even need know that we need You in. So God, I just pray right now for people, Lord, as You move into people's hearts right now and You speak into people even right now, God. Father, I pray You would draw people to the front. Father, I just pray you would draw people to the front that may be making a decision tonight. I'm going to prioritize you. I'm going to put you first. This is it. I'm not going another moment. I want to put you first in my life. In Jesus' name. Well, we hope you got something out of that message. We would really love to connect with you. Why not join us at church on Sundays or connect with us at Colonial Church. Dot life. We would also love it if you could hit the subscribe button, maybe leave a comment for us or a review to really help us move the ministry of Colonial forward. In Jesus' name, God bless you.